0: This is Nature Notes, our look at the natural world in West Texas, from the prairies of Iano Estacado to the borderlands of the Chihuahuan Desert. Mammoths and mastodons, camels and horses, giant ground sloths, beavers the size of bears, herds of massive bison antiquus, and the immense predators, the American lion, the scimitar-toothed cat. A day in Ice Age West Texas would have put the grandest African safari to shame. It's exhilarating, if terrifying, to imagine it. Now, West Texans can do more than imagine the Pleistocene past. An ambitious new exhibit at the Sibley Nature Center in Midland is bringing the Ice Age to life, and it reminds us how the legacy of that vanished time shapes our world today. From Marfa Public Radio and the Sibley Nature Center in Midland, this is Nature Notes, I'm Dallas Baxter.
1: Uh, I'm not that all that excitable sort of guy, but when I get onto something like this, that's when I really become animated.
0: <laughs> That's Michael Nickel, Sibley's museum scientist. His Pleistocene exhibit began with a single item, a mammoth tusk, donated by the Museum of the Southwest. But Nichol's enthusiasm for the subject is contagious. Sibley's executive director, Paul Acosta, urged him towards something more expansive. And donors, notably the F. Marie Hall Foundation, agreed. Now Nickel is rolling out an exhibit with a dozen modules. It's Sibley's first new large-scale exhibit in more than a decade. The Pleistocene epoch, which began some two and a half million years ago, is called the Ice Age for a reason. At one point, glaciers covered all of what is now Canada, south into present-day Ohio. Our region was cool and relatively lush. The colder world favored animals with meat on their bones, and the Pleistocene was dominated by large mammals, or megafauna. The Sibley exhibit's first two modules are up now and they introduced the most intimidating of ice age megafauna.
1: Well, let's see, uh, let me put it this way. Uh, how high is, is, a, is a basketball goal? 10 feet. short-faced okay. bear could look down on it if it stood up on its hind legs. When it stood up on its hind legs, it could have been you know, anywhere between 12 and 14 feet tall.
0: The short-faced bear was perhaps the largest predatory land mammal in Earth's history. These bears are estimated to have weighed 2,000 pounds or more, The new exhibit features museum-quality replicas of a short-faced bear skull and of its massive claw. There are also grizzly and black bear skulls, which make for an arresting comparison. The second display up now showcases other predators, our region's Ice Age great cats. There's a skull of the vanished American lion, 25% larger than a modern lion. It's one of the largest cats known to science. There's a saber-toothed cat skull and the skull of a scimitar-toothed cat. Scimitar-toothed cats, like modern lions, were social. Their favored prey were baby mammoths. Nickel has also included a taxidermied bobcat from Sibley's longstanding collection. Making the connection between Ice Age animals and familiar contemporary creatures is a thread throughout the exhibit. Because what we have living with us today are
1: largely the survivors of the Pleistocene. And so I'm featuring I'm both, both the extinct megafauna that we had here on the Yana Westacado and surrounding areas, plus the living stuff with us today.
0: Nickel is writing the interpretive material for the exhibits with editorial help from Midland's Hancock Advertising Group. Another local business, the Chase Woodworking Company, is constructing the display cases. During the coming year, Nickel will introduce new elements of the exhibit roughly every six weeks. Those will include displays on Ice Age canines, including the direwolves that once roamed our region, on elephant kin like mammoths, mastodons, and gomphotheres, and on the xenarthrans. This last group includes giant ground sloths and galyptodonts, armadillos that were the size of a Volkswagen Beetle. Ice Age West Texas is an abiding fascination for Nickel. He's a gifted artist as well as a scientist, and on a recent visit to the Panhandle Plains Museum and Canyon, He became so absorbed in sketching a sloth skeleton that he missed the signs of closing and was briefly locked in. But his interest was brought to a boil by a recent discovery, the ghost tracks of white sands. On a lake bed in this New Mexico National Park, scientists are documenting thousands of fossilized Ice Age footprints of mammoths, camels, horses, sloths, and people. And the human prints have been dated to 22,000 years old. It suggests people lived here alongside the megafauna, hunting mammoths and sloths, evading lions and short-faced bears for many thousands of years. The Sibley exhibit will showcase these findings and the many other traces of Paleolithic people in our region. The exhibit will also explore the closing of this age of Titans. The Pleistocene ended 11,700 years ago, and with the exception of the bison, the megafauna vanished. Overhunting by humans may have been a factor. Perhaps an asteroid impact played a role. But Nichols says this extinction event, known as the quaternary extinction, remains mysterious.
1: We we probably know more about the extinction of the dinosaurs at the end of the Cretaceous than we really understand about the quaternary impact. In my opinion, primarily because humans are thrown in there as a wild card.
0: But as the Pleistocene ended and the current Holocene epoch began, one factor radically transformed the planet in a way that resonates today.
1: That's another thing about this exhibit. It's about climate change. I don't want to get into the political side of it. Obviously, it's so polarized right now, I don't want to go there. But it's undeniable that there was a climate change between the Pleistocene and the Holocene.
0: The warming of the planet was swift and effects catastrophic. Coastlines were inundated as glaciers melted and sea levels rose. West Texas began its transition into a desert. It was no doubt profoundly disruptive for humankind. But in the millennia after the Quaternary extinction, people around the globe began to domesticate plants and animals. They started to aggregate in settled communities. The dramatic changes that marked the end of the Ice Age also initiated the transition to the modern world. Today, Africa is the only place to witness the kind of megafauna our ancestors knew. But with a visit to the Sibley Center, you can step into the past when West Texas was an American Serengeti. Nature Notes is supported by the Shield Ayers Foundation. This episode was written by Andrew Stewart. I'm Dallas Baxter. Thanks for listening.